Black Ass Podcast with Hadia Robinson. Bono. 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 Go in there and get the oil and the comb and come sit down so I can oil your scalp. Bono. Bono. Hold your head still and I'm going to get in that kitchen. That's the result of the kitchen going in wrong. <laughs> Everybody, well, if you of a certain age or you from a certain time period, and I think people do still straighten their hair. You know I got locked, so it's been a minute since I've been in the hot seat, literally. But, uh, boy, woo, I remember my grandma used to straighten my hair. And she would put that comb on the stove and or she, no, take it back that was when i did it i would put it on the stove my grandma had the official you know little hot iron oven right and uh she'll be like all right uh, i got i'm about to do that kitchen right and every woman who's ever had it done knows that you gotta you grab your hair and you take that deep like you lean your head all the way over the way you would do if like a plane was going down <laughs> You hold your breath and then you like squeeze, you tense, you try to become a straight statue. But for whatever reason, woo, baby, she tapped that neck and it's already got grease and oil on there because that's what they're using to like straighten your hair. So, oh, honey, that blue magic is like french fry grease. <laughs> your ass will go flying out that seat. You understand me? You, there is nothing. Like that dang on hot comb hitting your neck. Woo! <sighs> but when your hair gets straight, though, ah! that was back in the day before I fully embraced my naps and I love every last one of them. Snap, crackle, and what pop? <laughs> uh, I can't, you know, shout out to the chicks that still caught in the struggle, but I cannot imagine going back to straight hair or, um, or a perm unless i got some unless i'm oprah and i got somebody to come to my house and do my hair every single day you know what i'm saying like i'm not about to be doing nothing they i'm having someone come to my house they are going to like i need them to take the headscarf off that's how that's how rich i'm trying to be i want them to take the headscarf off i want to pay them to put the headscarf on before i go to bed at night and then take it off in the morning like i have no intentions of my fingers actually reaching my scalp to do any maintenance i only want to go up and be able to toss my luxurious hair to one side toss it to the other it is wonderfully oiled you know your hair is good in oil like when you when you move your hair and you look at your fingers and it's glistening, but not like in a jerry curl way. It's not like dripping down your neck or nothing crazy. I'm just talking about like that that little sheen on it. Like your hair look like you loved. You know, <laughs> like whenever I see people, their hair look nice and shiny and healthy. I'll be like, mm, somebody love that girl. <laughs> uh, she love herself. <laughs> All right. Anyway, welcome to Black Ass Podcast. Uh, I'm Hadia Robinson, of course. 
I uh, want to thank everybody for tuning in, logging on. And shout out to all of the new followers on Instagram. I asked that y'all showing up, so I thank you so much. Um, if you're not following Black Ass Podcast on Instagram, I'm going to need you to go ahead and get your life together. Um, as well as follow Black Ass Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. We have some really nice exchanges and conversations. It's building, so come be a part of that. Um, Black Ass Podcast, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Of course, you can find me hrcomedy.com anyway 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 um it's been a great week kind of i'll get into what's got me a little frustrated later outside of you know that orange dummy and that you know the big polar bear in washington and all that shit uh, outside of that specifically it's been a pretty good week outside of the freezing brutal cold temperatures it's it's been a pretty <laughs> it's been a pretty good week um uh, want to take a second and shout out um the very fabulously funny erica watson who put on an amazing i'm sorry who curated you know let me give her her due who curated uh an awesome night of comedy at the brooklyn museum it was actually just women of all race color backgrounds cultures um and it was it was stand up it was um a panel it was improv it was dope so shout out to her for that and shout out to friends like us podcast for letting me take part in their live podcast taping we had a really good time it was a, a great crowd out there and um it was a lot of fun so you can check that out on their upcoming episode um so thanks to marina franklin pat brown suba agura I'm, I said that right. Yeah. And um, and everybody that was there, we had a really good time. Um, What else is going? What else? Any news? I want to start trying to start with good news or something, you know, wonderful before I take a full swan dive into, you know, what's going on. Um, Just want to take a moment, you know, to um acknowledge... Maxine Waters, once again, you know, we just can't, you can't acknowledge her enough right now in these times because she, to me, is the only person who is like, who is matching Donald Trump level of petty, but in reverse, you know what I'm saying? It's almost like he's met his match as far as someone who is going to be boisterous. But the, the the difference is, is she knows what she's talking about. She's smart. She's knowledgeable. She's a professional. So, you know what I mean? So it's not his matching that way because nobody wants to match that dumb shit. What I mean by someone who's going to be just as outspoken, but the difference is she knows what she's talking about. He, on the other hand, is just out loud and wrong 90 99.8.76755432 percent of the time whereas she is loud, right and ballsy, petty, like she's just giving you everything you need that day. Like you can read some Trump news and then just be like, you know, let me just see what Maxine Waters and go to her Twitter and get your whole entire life. So I just want to say thank you to Auntie Maxine because she continues to be great, guys. She continues to be fearless and great. Whereas a lot of these motherfuckers, a lot of the people who are there, and I get it, that's a very 
cushy. You know, that's a very cushy thing. That's a very cushy position to be in, to be, you know, in in government in that way. You know, you can serve your whole life in government. Get them good, get that good health care package. You know what I'm saying? They get that health care we can only we can only dream of. They get the they get the health care that you feel like Jesus that Jesus wrote at the Last Supper. Like that's how good that health care is, right? Um, you know, they work some of the time. Like they not, right? Like they a lot of they work is just them talking to folks and meeting over dinners and drinks and trying to sort shit out. Like, can you imagine that being your job? Right? You get to travel, you get to get into most events. I'm sure Maxine Waters could easily get into a sold out Beyonce concert. Like, um, no, I need to come in here and I need to <laughs> I need to no, I got a call. I'm gonna just come in and check and make sure that yeah, I need to go and actually speak to Beyonce because it's right. Like that's the kind of perks you get in this position. So for her to really be able be the person to be like, you know what? With even with all these perks and all this other shit that's going on, guess what? I'm still going to say whatever the fuck I want to say and who going to check me. And oh, Maxine. Oh, somebody get her a muffin basket. Like I just shout out to Maxine Waters for making our black ass shit list. She is the shit for real and I am here for every moment. She is so gracious to grant <laughs> to grant us like thank you it just makes it so much more bearable it really really does it really does um all right let's get into some bullshit um so oh i don't know if you saw this start off with some tech shit google has just um come up with their newest you know google first of all google is always kind of doing the most it's always kind of a little too um it's given too much information, like since way back. It's always been, oh, hey, we're collecting a history of your sites you visit. No, I don't need you to do that. But they, it's great for them because then they turn around and sell it to somebody. Like, you know what I mean? You ever be on Facebook and you see like an advertisement for something you was just thinking about. And you're like, wait a minute, I was just looking up leg warmers. What the fuck? You know, and then all of a sudden it's this sponsor post by leg warmers. Well, guess what? That's because they're tracking your shit. And I believe that they're tracking it through Google. I don't, that's not confirmed. I'm giving you some black ass street talk right now. <laughs> well, look, this is what I had heard. <laughs> But the idea that you can't be online and not be tracked and ha not have people keeping account of where you're going, I don't, I, I, I don't necessarily like that. Just for the simple fact that your computer is already recording where you're going. It's already like loads and loads of like screenshots of where you're going. That's how they always find those pedophiles, which I think is great. Yes, you need to be able to go on somebody's computer once they're suspected of some shit and be like, oh, well, this is what the motherfucker was looking up anyway. So, yeah, absolutely. He killed his wife and murdered and slept with the dog. Yeah. Uh, case closed. Right. But if you just an everyday person out here living your life, I don't necessarily need shit tracking me all the damn time if i haven't done anything and i'm just a law-abiding citizen and maybe i smoke weed some from time to time i'm not saying i do you know what i'm saying but i'm a i'm basically a good person you know what i mean i if i got an unlimited metro car i'll swipe somebody on the train when i get off i'm you know but i don't think people should be tracking 
That should not be an, a thing that I should have to worry about. Okay, so anyway, Google, doing the most. Now they're allowing you to share your location with friends, friends and family, but they are also allowing your friends and family to find you. Now, eh, 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 that is a violation. Uh, that's a flag on the play. No. First of all, I don't necessarily want my mama to be able to track where I am. I live, look, I'm, I live in New York City, okay? There's a lot of layers and under layers and under under layers to the city of New York. And sometimes, you know, just in my quest for research as a comedian, <laughs> I like to go to some of these places. Now, do I need my sidebar? Mama, get, hey, mama, log off, get out. Okay. <laughs> All right. You get your blanket. <laughs> you get your knit needles and you get your snack. Go to this ain't for this ain't for you. <laughs> I'm I'm reaching that age now where I feel like this shift is starting to happen where that would be something my mama would say to me back in the day. Hey, uh 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 uh. This ain't for you. This is grown folks talking, you go and get out the room. Mama. This is grown. This is grown. This is young adults talking. I don't need you to be hearing this. <laughs> anyway, go watch Antique Roadshow. <laughs> go watch American Pickers. <laughs> go watch Greenleaf, Mom. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm so silly today. Um, but you know, seriously, like, and the thing is, is that. Everybody ain't always your friend, right? There are levels and layers to friendships and friends, and you have certain friends that you rock with, right? So you have your, girl, we going to church, then we going to praise the Lord, then we going we gonna to go to brunch. Okay, girl, yes, amen, won't he do it? All right, I'm going to see you on Sunday, right? Psh, hand clap, right? But then you have your friends like, yo, did you hear some strippers that's going to be at the right and then you like bitch what okay so i'm gonna meet you on saturday night <laughs> right because you now you got a reason to really be in church what i'm saying is it's different friends that you rock with and then you know how it is you especially when you have groups of friends when you have big groups of friends everybody don't mesh so you have to sometimes find a way to say, hey, I'm going to hang out with these certain friends over here. And it's no shade to that friend, but I know that this friend doesn't really work well in this circle. So I'm going to, you know, so you don't need that friend that you casually say, uh, you know, girl, I probably ain't going to even do nothing tonight. I'm probably just going to chill, you know, um, but let's get up on Thursday, right? You don't need the Thursday friend all of a sudden looking up your location and be like, uh-uh, why she ain't called me too? Because, bitch, you not, you not this, you not the friend for this. And that's okay. You know what I mean? Every That's the one thing I've come to realize. Everybody don't mix in every kind of circle, and that's cool. You just have to know that and be cool with that. So I don't need the homegirl that don't, you know, this ain't your life. I don't need her hit me on a text message. Now I got to deal with, well, why? And especially if you're dealing with a dude, you don't need that dude to know where you are all the time, okay? That's just, let me give you some black ass, black girl dating tips, okay? Let's get into that real quick. Ladies, don't let a man know where you are all the time. That shit is boring. That's just like, fellas, don't let a girl know where you know. Let me take that back. Fellas, it's different for y'all. <laughs> 
it's different for y'all because for y'all, we don't need once we get the mystery, then it's a problem. Because nine times out of ten times out of ten, <laughs> y'all doing some bullshit. Now I'm not saying that there are no good men out of out there. I do believe there are some good men out there. Shout out to all the good men out there. But there's something sexy about you saying where you're going to be and actually being there. That's a sexiness that I think women need from y'all. For men, men, I don't think need to know where we are all the time unless he's Ike Turner. Boom. There you go. So, and the only time a man needs to know where you are all the time is because he probably doing some bullshit and he need to get your uh, ETA and need to get your, you know, figure out where you are so he could kind of calculate how much time he actually got to be in his bullshit, right? So that's what I'm saying, ladies. Don't never... It's like how our parents used to do us back in the day. Oh, I'm going to be home at 3 o'clock, so blah, 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 blah. But your mama end up coming home at like 2.30. <laughs> Catch your ass off guard. Did I tell you to blah, 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 right? And you're like, damn, I thought I had 30 more minutes, right? That's because she keep you on your toes. It's the same thing with dudes, right? Yeah, don't let him know your every move. And the shit is boring. It's just boring. And then once men need mystery, men need us to be like, the hell going on with her? Why she ain't, you know what I mean? That shit, I think, keeps them interested and invested. Whereas with women, we need that We need that security. We need to feel like, oh, girl, well, you know, my man said he gone. And then you do it at the time you said you was gone. What? Oh. <laughs> Woo. Mm-mm-mm. I got some. Woo. I am going. Mm. You don't even. Boy, mm, when I get in this house. When you come home, oh, mm. Mm, mm, mm. I'm going to show you my appreciation. <laughs> anyway, back to the app. That was just a little black ass, black, black ass moment. I need it. Um, yeah, this and this isn't safe. This is not safe for somebody to just look up and know where you are. No. And the whole location sharing. Now, granted, I do think that it's important. It's almost like the, hey, girl, come when you get home. It's important to let people around you know kind of your, your moves, some of your moves, right? You need those people that are like, yo, I'm going on this date. This is the dude. This is the car he drive. This is the license plate number. This is a side view of him that I snapped when he pulled up and he was checking something outside of the car. I got a picture of him. This is what the front of his car looked like. This is what the interior looked like. Here's a... I just found a fiber of the seat, so I'm going to take a picture of that so you can pass that on to the police just in case they need to run it through you knows. <laughs> I mean, that's totally not the department, but you know what I'm saying? So there, you definitely need your circle, but you don't need all of your, all of your people to kind of know where you are and what you're doing and this whole idea of this new feature. No, stop. It's too much. It's too much, and then it makes it easy for crazy people to get in to find you. And everybody at some point has dealt with someone crazy. So boom, y'all kicking it, y'all meet, y'all the person seemed nice, y'all having a good time. Then mm, it's a little flash of crazy, and you're like, hmm, that doesn't seem okay, right? But you keep pushing, you keep you know kicking it or whatever, and then. Another flash of crazy. You're like, ah. And then you just like, you know what? I'm confirmed that this person is crazy. So now you have to find a way to 
distance yourself from that person but how hard is it going to be to distance yourself from this person if they could just look up and find your damn phone and find what street you on and get onto google maps and have google maps give you the damn directions there so no google i need y'all to fall back and um i'm gonna do i'm gonna do some further research to find out how you can make sure that this doesn't happen. The problem is it's probably just, oh, turn your location off. But then you turn your location off when you might actually need to find your phone. You might actually need someone to find you. But you know what I mean? There needs to be a way to kind of like access this. Maybe you need to give someone a code like, oh, I want you to, you know, you are my designated location person. So I... When you're looking for me, put in this specific code. And then if you dealing with somebody and, you know, y'all not, you need temporary codes. You know, I don't have the solution. I just know that people should not necessarily be able to find you that you, if there's someone that you don't want to find you. Then think about this. Next thing you know, bill collector's calling you. You ever get the call for the bill collector like, um, hi, can I speak to And you hit them with the, oh, yeah, um, look, I know I got to pay that bill right now. I'm at the, and I'm doing this, and so I don't really have time. And then they look up your location like, no, bitch, you at home. Go get your checkbook. <gasps> what? Right? Mm-mm. I want to live in my life with my bill collectors. I don't need you giving them more uh more access than they need to get me to pay these bills. I ain't paying it, Conrad. I'm not paying it. Google, uh, their statement was um, they acknowledge that location sharing is a sensitive topic, but uh, this is about making things simple, accessible, and giving people the access to transparency. This ain't the White House. Ain't a, no. Anyone with bad intentions can find many other apps and means out there. <gasps> well, then we need to have a list of these other apps and means so we can take them down, too. We are focused on adding on that layer of convenience. No, no, you're not. Stop it. Look, people should just because we're in the age of right now doesn't mean you should have the right to where I am right now. Period. So, um... And I don't care what nobody say. This is absolutely 100% a safety issue. All you need is one crazy dude in your life that will turn your whole world upside down. So crazy dude, crazy girl, but more so I think crazy dude because a crazy dude can take it to levels, you know what I'm saying, that a crazy girl can't really get to, right? No, you know, fellas, I get it. Not saying y'all safety isn't important, but you ain't got to worry about a chick, you know, scaling the side of your building with her bare ass hands. <laughs> and throwing herself into your apartment window and raping you. So, boom, mic drop. I ain't got to say nothing else. Um, so, yeah, and so safety is real, and I definitely want to get more into the safety issue of black women later. Um, and why I really, really believe that this is a problem. Um, anyway, boom. So have you guys heard about this, this man who wants to become a trans species? Like he wants to become an alien with no gender. He's spent over $50,000 on 110 procedures to become a genderless man, a 
a genderless alien. I'm sorry, a genderless alien. So I'm looking at the picture of him. He has these, first of all, he, he's he got a Kardashian face. And what I mean by that, you know, when you look at a Kardashian, you like, I don't know what part of this is real. You just know that it's something's been done. You can't necessarily pinpoint all of it, but you like, this ain't a regular person. No person, no face is this perfectly put together, right? There's no, everything is like too, if, when you look at even the most beautiful people, you'll look and be like, mm-mm, but look, she got little teeth. You, there's always one thing wrong. When you look at certain people that have had work done, you could, you like, mm it's not possible. It just doesn't look like a possibility. So his face doesn't look like a possibility, right? Um, these super like puckery lips, like, like, I don't know. I'm doing like a fish mouth, but without sucking my jaws in, like, right? Like, remember how people used to think that was a sexy mouth? Like, oh, right? <laughs> that's my only way to describe it that's how his mouth looks right it looked like he's it looked like he's like got dick in his mouth but not necessarily sucking it just kind of holding it there sorry i know that was a lot but if you know what i'm talking about it, it makes sense now right not drawing the cheeks in but just it's it the dick is in there but you're not really working <laughs> you know <laughs> oh god i'm so sorry <laughs> To rash. Okay, so, so I mean, he looks like a very pretty fish, if that makes sense. Like if you drew paint on his body and just put scales, you'd be like, "Oh, that fish is gorgeous!" Like he look like one of them fish that when the light hits it down, you know, when it's in the ocean and it turns, it just lights up. That's that's what I see when I look at him. So here's the deal, though. He's work he's planning to have his um he wants his genitals removed, his nipples removed, and his belly button removed. And I just want to say to this young man, he you only 22, 22 right now. I don't think that you should really try to um you know, I mean, hey, genitals if that's what you want to do, but I when it comes to removing your belly button, I don't know how necessarily safe that is right because i i was always told if you hit your belly button too hard you can breathe bleed to death now yes maybe that's an old wives tale and my people from the south maybe that's one of them southern backwoods kind of situations where people like mm, oh and i'm supposed to drink turpentine too okay grandma right but you don't we don't know enough about aliens for you to go up and removing your nipples and belly button to try to be an alien. Maybe an alien to see you like, bro, where the fuck is your nipples and belly button? <laughs> we don't know enough about aliens to just say that they aren't born and gestated the way that humans are or any other animal, right? I mean, hell, even cats got nipples. But you know what's so crazy? So I'm looking at this and I'm like, yo, this dude is bugging. But then as I'm doing research, there is a whole subsect of people, like a whole kind of like community of people who believe that they are trans species. Like they believe that they are, um, they are not just human, but human and, right? So um, when I was looking for more information on this guy, his name is Vinny Al 
or Vinny O. <laughs> it's O H H. I never know how to. I think Al is O O W. So O O O H H is more oh. That's a that's kind of sexy. Like that's some shit you take to the club. Like what's your name? <laughs> My name is oh. <laughs> anyway, um. But I don't know if he's had work done on his forehead and had his hairline pushed back. But if that's the case, you are looking very alien, sir. You don't have to do nothing else to your face to in order to accomplish this. The thing is, though, he's a makeup artist. So, bro, you're a makeup artist. You have the capability to do whatever you want to your face without necessarily making it permanent. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm about to straight up. Um straight alter my face completely it's like no you know makeup you know shading and shadows i've watched i've seen them do like look at what they did for michael jackson in the thriller video like you could just thriller your face every day nobody would believe you weren't an alien um but yeah like this is a whole thing so his next round of um surgeries are going to cost possibly um $160,000. And I'm just wondering, and he's going to California, which tells me he's going to find somebody to be like, what? Hell yeah, I'll take your belly button out. <laughs> Come to this alley. <laughs> but I can't imagine someone who is board certified, someone who has studied plastic surgery, is going to then risk their... um risk their license to pull your belly button out sir no why don't you go get some mac whatever color you have get some studio fix and put some tape over your belly button and then put some makeup around the tape like i don't un anyway oh i'm sorry so he wears large black and contact lenses that's what it's like that's what he does okay um and he wears alien talons now, I don't know where you just go to buy alien talons, but supposedly that's a thing. Oh, they're saying alien talons. White people, it's just some ridiculously ghetto nails. That's not alien talons. It's just his nails are sharpened to a point, and he has fake nails on. Let's stop, guys. Let's just... Here's what he plans to do next, right? And this is his plan for becoming an alien. He's going to have his genitals removed, his nipples removed, his belly button removed, his forehead realigned. Now, I already said his forehead, biggest shit. You could watch set it off on a projector on his forehead. No shade. I'm just telling you his forehead is broad. Um, he's getting his ears pinned. He's getting a nose job. He's getting eyelid revision, jaw implants, and cheek implants. You know, I just, it's like, I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it alone because I'm not about to go off on this dude because the thing is, is that it's clear that there's something else going on, right? Boom. Um, This is what he's already had so far. He's had 35 whole body and face laser treatments. I'm sure that's probably to take the hair off in any part because his face is as smooth as a newborn's ass. Like, just so smooth. 
12 cheek fillers, 12, wow, two brow fillers, 15 lip fillers, I believe that, I told you his lips are like over the top, um, 10 fillers for random wrinkles, five Botox sessions, five nose procedures already, one B- Botox under eye, five facial peels, 20 cryofacial freezing. I wonder if that's what people be using them so that they look like they never age. Right? You ever see people and you're like, this mama, like Angela Bassett. I Like, is she going to age? That's a real question I have. Because it's almost like, is she or is she aging in reverse? Because I looked at her the other day and I was like, she legit looks younger than she did when she did. Um, what's love got to do with it? She looks younger right now at 630. I don't know how old she is because at this point, can you even know a person's real age? Most Hollywood people is already lying about their age. So then if they're lying about their age already, we don't really know what their true age is. And then it's almost like, let me tell you something. When I get older and I'm like, and I got the money to preserve and freeze my goddamn face in 1992. <laughs> That's what I want. That's when you got money. They be like, yo, what do you want to look like? I want to look like 1989. <laughs> That's the procedure I'm trying to get. Let me get the, 1990, the 1989 face, right? But yeah, that's a legit question I have. I'm not saying that Angela Bassett is getting work, but goddamn, she looks unbelievable. She looks unbelievable. But anyway, um, so I, you know, so I found this story of this dude, but I also found a story of other people who are like, who believe that they're part human and part cat, part human and part dog. It's a whole actual like crew of men who are living as dogs. Um, and I don't know what's that about, fellas. I don't know if that's something like, you know how a lot of men are colorblind and it's like, why are mad dudes colorblind? Like, is this something that y'all just go through in y'all life? Like, you know what? I really, like, everybody say I'm a dog, but I really am about to be about that dog life. Like, what is, what it, anyway. So I just saw that and I thought it was a trip and I thought it was weird and I was, it just really kind of lends to, um, how crazy this world is getting. I, I, I stopped, I paused for a second because I wanted to say, do I really want to say that? But yeah, I want to say that. You can feel how you feel. I'm a person and I deserve my opinion. I just feel like some of, some of this shit is getting too crazy. Like how much plastic are we ingesting as humans and is it possibly fucking with our brain? Like are microwave waves really out there and are they going in and frying our goddamn brain? And are, you know, Maybe he stood in front of the microwave as a kid when his mama was making him craft macaroni and cheese and he was just staring at it in the thing, not realizing that shit was going in there and straight cooking a whole section of his brain. Something to think about. Speaking of fried brains, so um, the other day at Howard University, a white professor decided he was going to hold a mock slave auction in class. Now, for those that don't know, Howard University is a very renowned historically black college in Washington, D.C. Shout out to all the bisons out there. Um, So at this historically black college, a white professor decides to hold a mock slave auction in class. 
Now, some people believe this was his way of trying to teach about the horrors of slavery. Now, white people, let me just get y'all together real quick because I feel like maybe y'all are confused about who needs the schooling on what, okay? you No white professor needs to go to a black school and educate black students on the horrors of slavery. Trust me, that, those horrors are embedded in their DNA. Those horrors are probably passed down from stories that they got from their grandparents and great-grandparents and great-great if they are lucky enough to even know they're great-great because of the horrors of slavery. Let me bring it down real quick because I'm going up a little too fast. What you need to do, Professor is maybe take this idea, take it to a whole classroom of white people and then do a slave auction with white people and have a black person auctioning off this white person. And then I'm sure that that would enlighten them on the horrors of slavery. But you, sir, are not going to, first of all, this is a historically black college. Students who go to a historically black college already, for the most part, already have an idea about blackness. They are already a little more informed about blackness. This is what they came to the school to get. So you are not putting them up on nothing that they don't already know or have an idea about, okay? So your whole Oh, I'm going to no. How about you get your white ass up there and you let allow the students to auction your white ass off? OK, how about you do that? Or how about you just have them read some slave narratives? But for this professor to have a student stand up to, and they said he grabbed a student like, oh, yeah, you look like one of the ones that would have been auctioned off. He singled out two black students in the class and he said, you look like the type that slave buyers would look for. So we know what that is. That's one of them big green. That's the black dude that look like the green mild dude, right? One of them thick, you know, every, mm, first of all, I think that shit is sexy. Like one of them strong ass black dudes with the thick ass thighs, not, not the, um, not the juicy booty. I'm talking about like, Football players, when it's the prime part of the season and them mugs been working out all year and they just tight, like, ooh, even if even the saggy jogging pants is still kind of fitting. Shout out to the gray sweats. But you know what I'm saying? Like, broad shoulder, you look at them like, yeah, you would have been a, back, a blacksmith back in the day. Like, you could just look at them like they just look like, mm, my mouth is watering. All right, so... I get it. I get, I know exactly what he means when he says you look like the type slave buyers would look for. But to say that in front of a class and a full of students who no, 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 no. That's just that's going to be a no for me. And I'm kind of upset because they didn't release this professor's name and I'm and I really get pissed off when News networks, they are always kind of trying to protect these white people in certain situations. You know, white people do some bullshit and then here they go. They want to blow up. Remember the, remember the five little white girls at the school and they was like, um, they put, they spelled out niggas or something they did with their shirts or some real ridiculous shit, right? But when the person, when a news network posted the picture of them, they blacked out the face. Don't black out these bitches' faces. No, let us see them. Let let the rest of the world see what kind of ignorant bitches are out there. Don't try to cover their face and fucking try to give them some anonym, anonymity so they can, you know, 
so they won't be taunted when they go out in the world. No, they deserve to be taunted. Hey, bitch, that's that bitch right there. Yeah, exactly. So the fact that they didn't release this professor, they they gave him Professor A. That's his name. Professor A, get the fuck out of here. No. People need to know who this professor is so that this shit can follow him for the rest of his life. Okay, anyway, so... um. And even while this is going on in the classroom, students asked him to stop, and he didn't. <sighs> white people get your white people. Like, you know what I'm saying? What if, if at a certain point, like, what are you trying to prove by continuing this if it's very clear that this is disturbing for people? That's like, oh, are you going to do a, a mock holocaust? Are you going to do a mock oven you know where you mockingly put take a bunch of Jews out of the um classroom and put them in an oven? Are are you gonna do that? No. So don't do that. Like um, don't minimize the horrors of slavery because you're trying to make a point or you feel like this needs. No, don't do that. Like there was there were a thousand better ways that he could have possibly done this without doing this. Why don't you get your ass up there and let somebody auction your white ass off and and examine your teeth and open your mouth and, and feel all over your body and lift your genitals and have you bend over and measure your dick? Why don't you do that, Professor A? Whatever the fuck your name is. Anyway, um, so, you know, and then to be... And then to be in a room full of black students, I feel like it's just adding insult to injury, you know? And then after all this is done, the professor goes and tells. So he continues, people saying no stop, which hello, everybody know stop means should, should mean stop, right? And then he goes on to say that this the student that he was, you know, examining and had come stand in front of the class was worth about $400. And then after all this is done and he's got the whole entire class uncomfortable and angry, he goes on to say, it's okay. I'm uncomfortable too. I'm white. Don't nobody give a fuck, sir. That doesn't absolve you of what the fuck you just did and how you just traumatized this classroom and how you just used your positioning to basically shame a whole group of people. Are you sick? It's okay. I'm white and I have black friends and I love collard greens and I listen to Drake. What the fuck do that have to do with any of what you're talking about? So I'm calling on Howard University. Y'all need to dump this dude. Like, I don't know, like the, I don't know the, where he got the audacity and the balls to feel like this was a good idea, but it, it absolutely was not. So uh, if you are a black professor out there and you're looking for a job, I feel like you need to be calling Howard University because they should have an opening coming up extremely soon. Like right now, like today, like, um, and go. Um, speaking of ridiculous white dudes, um, y'all, you know, between Trump and this shit I'm about to read y'all. White dudes, y'all need to y'all need a full ass white man meeting to try to get y'all shit together because y'all out here looking crazy as fuck. Okay, um, so <laughs> white men are suing Diddy and Revolt. They're well, they're suing Revolt TV, which is owned by Diddy, charging reverse discrimination. 
Now, let me just take a side note and indulge in this moment moment of pure pettiness. Mm, mm, this is so yummy. This is one of the moments that I feel like the ancestors are smiling down on. Like, right? Like, this is what one of my petty ancestors dreamed about one day. Like, just after a long day in the fields and working and just while everybody else praying for freedom, I... I feel like one of my petty ancestors was like, Jesus, I just asked that one day these crackers are no. Ah, <laughs> uh, so reverse racism. Stop white people. It, this is my thing with reverse racism and black people. After six, 700 years of being oppressed by white people, we should at least get 250 years of getting our life. Now, that's my feeling. I'm not saying that that's how all black people feel. I'm sure I'm, it's some black people listening right now. They got their headphones on there at work. They just looked around at all their coworkers and was like, fuck yeah. But I'm just saying, there is over 400 years over. I'm saying 700 because that's just the way I feel about it. That's the way history tells me. But over 400 years of white people shitting on black people. We should at least, at the very minimum, be able to get 200 and, 230, 225 days of, of getting our life. I, now, am I saying we're supposed to ride around and hang white people from trees? No, that because that's not how black people are. And in, in our spirit, like inherently, as, as a collective culture of people we're not like that okay now do some black people do shitty stuff absolutely but as a whole group of people we are not like that so that's not something i don't even think we would do collectively am i saying that we should be able to you know make sure like rework the pipes in an all-white neighborhood so they only get lead water As a collective, I don't think that's something we would do. I think it's a couple of people in Flint like, yeah, I think we need to do that. So, but as far as something like reverse rate, get the fuck. Okay, so let me give you the story. Let me give you the story. So there are five white dudes who are basically um, uh, launching a reverse discrimination lawsuit against uh, Revolt TV because they were fired for not being young, hip, and black. Mm. oh what is this lemon this is amazing oh my god it's perfect the the sweetness not too sweet not too tangy just mm, yummy <laughs> now this is the thing these dudes are over 39 working at revolt four of them were working on the breakfast club what 39 over 39 white dudes you know know what the fuck is popping and what's hip i'll wait what 40-year-old white dude, do you can you look to and point to that you was like, yo, I know a couple. I, I'm not gonna front. I know, I know one. I know one. <laughs> I know one. Maybe two. He watched Martin, this mug, listen to Tribe Called Quest. He can straight quote you mad, you know. Right. Boom. That's one. Everybody know about one, but am I going to believe that five white dudes are all hip and they're supposed to know more about 
uh hip hop and pop and and hip hop culture, then no, 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 no. Cause guess what? I worked in TV and I remember the white people coming. Hey, dear, what is crumping? What? No. Okay. So is he saying crump or crunch? What is it? Okay. Well, um. When he said, no, I'm not here to be translating, bitch. Get on Urban Dictionary and figure it out. You ain't about to be my producer and then come asking me and I ain't making the money you making, then why am I going to help you? And I feel like that was probably the situation. These five white dudes is going to other black people like, uh, hey, yo, son. Like, sir, get the fuck out of here. I'm not saying that white people can't work in positions like that, but I'm just saying in this moment where we are as a nation of people, can we at least get our 200 years without this reverse racism shit? Do you know how many black people... Could not even get the job, number one. But then, you know what? Let me, okay. Because I'm going up too fast. Here we go. Boom. The problem is, is that white people are so used to dictating what everybody else's culture is. They not ready for somebody to stand up and be like, yo, you don't know this shit. That's the problem with Hollywood right now. That's the reason why Scarlett Johansson is playing Ghost in the Shell because white people still believe that they are supposed to tell, they are sp- supposed to be the face of everybody culture. You're fucking not. Period. Now, Revolt, Diddy, what you should have fucking did is hired mad brothers to go up in there and get these motherfucking jobs and set this shit off right. Now, this is the other part of the lawsuit that I think is fucking hysterical. Not only are they (laughs) suing for reverse discrimination. (laughs) They say they are also, the lawsuit also cites unprofessional actions. (laughs) They say occurred at the office, which is like guests showing up late employees showing up intoxicated and people making comments about how white people are racist against black people. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm getting a, yo, I'm getting a petty brain freeze right now. (laughs) It's too much. Oh my God. First of all, sir, I see what you're trying to do with your motherfucking CP time, trying to throw that in the motherfucking lawsuit. Fuck you for that. But here's the thing. Guests show up late on any and everything, okay? That shit is, that happens. That's not just a work environment thing. That is a celebrity thing. That is a situation where people just feel like, oh, whatever, whatever. So no, you can't put that in a lawsuit because somebody else is not showing up late. They don't control other people. Get the fuck. See? That's some white people get your white people. Oh, uh, I, 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 this is, this is preposterous, right? Sit your ass down. Go have some hand. And look, <laughs> I'm laughing because I know somebody that work in revolt. So the whole showing up intoxicated. <laughs> Listen, you, I, let me tell you about my experience when I was working at MTV. I'd had a producer, shout out to her because she was the shit. I ain't going to say her name because just in case she working somewhere else, but she was the shit. You go up in her office, she had a little mini fridge full of beers and motherfucking drinks. 90% of entertainment shit, 
people have drinks at the office. Hell, how many episodes have we seen of Law and Order and the dude come to the lawyer, go to the other dude office, and then they pour them a drink? Liquor is at work. It is y'all not working. Y'all not operating heavy machinery. These people ain't doctors. They not operating on babies. What are you talking about? People being intoxicated at work. You damn right. Look, it's 2016. 2017 trump is president about to be president you think i'm not getting drunk every motherfucking day 2016 we watched 37 black people get killed on camera you think i'm not about to be at work drunk than a motherfucker hell yeah shit it's real it's a war going on outside fuck out of here give me that damn bottle shit and then <laughs> and then black people making racist comments about white people oh mm, mm, mm. well let me just let you know how every black person that's sitting in the office has heard a white person make some kind of derogatory reference or racist remark to black people and they have to sit there just like your ass your white ass had to sit there and grin or fucking just not be a fucking like no expression and just walk away head to the copy machine go find another black person go in the office close the door fall onto a pillow or or wrap a coat around your face and scream into it every black it's a black person right now that's being called into the office as i'm speaking to you and is about to hear some bullshit that they are going to have to go into the hallway and fight the air like trey on boys in the hood every fucking day and then have to come back and still work with this person and then have to come back the next day and then act like nothing is wrong. And if you're a black woman, oh my God, because we can't even blink good. They're waiting for us to do a neck turn or grab some air or, you know, roll our eyes in the back of our head because that's the way that they feel that we act at all times. So as a black woman, now we have to be 2000% on guard. So when somebody says something, you just got to bite that part of your lip like, mm. Mm, 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 mm. you can't even do you can't even give yourself the satisfaction of being like wow out loud you have to go like get on the elevator by yourself and just sh and you can't even be on the elevator because you know it's cameras on the elevator like you have to be like you know what i'm gonna just go ahead i'm gonna go to lunch you have to go to lunch go three or four blocks over Find a black, call somebody you know on the phone and go the fuck off. Like, you can't even go the fuck off in your office. You have to leave the building because when they do shit like that, they looking right at you. I worked in the environment. I know they will look right in your face like your thoughts. And you just sitting there like, <laughs> <clears throat> well, I'm going to get those files to you and, um, we'll get the right because all you thinking about is shit i got this bill i gotta pay for this i gotta pay for that if you these little five tender snowflake ass white dudes who can't put up with being in an environment it ain't y'all and then to add icing on this amazingly fluffy light perfectly sweetened cake oh the white dudes said that they was replaced by underqualified, like younger black dudes. Oh, oh. <laughs> I want to thank you. Heavenly Father. <laughs> I'm sorry. That just made me. So this is a moment, y'all. We are in. A Do y'all realize that we are in a moment right now that we are enjoying a moment right now? They complain. Do you know how many black people have been uh, unseated? Or us, or pass by 
for a unqualified white dude, a unqualified white girl to don't, and then to add insult to injury, they will be the person that have to trade this motherfucker to take the job they supposed to have. Are you kidding me? Oh my God. Let me tell you something. This is a moment. This is the moment we in. This is so glorious. We all need to just all go out and buy a Diddy album today. Even a shitty one. Even the forever album. The one will satisfy you. That, and that will satisfy you was like the only good song on that bitch. Go out and buy a Diddy album today. Okay? Because, yes. Go and buy a bottle of Ciroc. That's how we going to all celebrate. Everybody, look. And I'm dead ass serious. Go buy a bottle. Even if it's the little one that the wino joint. Go buy a bottle of Ciroc. Show Diddy some love. This is a beautiful thing, y'all. Times are changing. It's We're in a glorious time. White people, it is what it is. 200 years. We should at least get 200 years. We At least. At the very least. If you think if you think 200 years is, is bad, then go back and read through history one more time. Go and read the fact that it's still lead, water, and flint. Yeah. And then you'll be like, you know what? Y'all got that. <laughs> So I just want to shout out Revolt. I'm about to get cable just so I can. <laughs> I'm taking my petty to the next level. You don't even understand. So um, for these white dudes, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Maybe you can go over to all of the other motherfucking networks and get a job. I'm sure it's not that hard. I'm sure it's easy. I'm sure you don't even have to show them a resume. You just walk in with a white face and you hire. Not even like in the entry level. I'm talking about executive producer status right off the bat. So uh them tears, keep them, bitch. Anyway, um I really did get my life just now. <laughs> All right, final, final story, final, 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 um, the last one, um, which is a very serious story. Um, I want to talk about the, the missing girls. Um, and there are 25 missing black girls in DC just since February, 25 black girls, right? DC alone. So this is a major city. Can you imagine how many black girls are missing in Tuscaloosa, in, you know, in Savannah, Georgia, in Port Huron, Michigan, or any of these other cities? Um, it is estimated that over 72,000 black and Latino girls are missing, gone. Nobody knows where they are. Nobody knows where they are. I'm sorry. Um, and this is unacceptable. And so I remember, so I, my car was in an accident probably about three, four years ago. I don't know time anymore. And I had to go to the police station to get a police report. So while I'm waiting, because you know, when you go to the police station, nobody ever helps you right away. They make you wait all fucking day. Right. So I'm standing, I'm in the police station. I'm looking at these missing signs and it's a whole wall, not even just a wall. It's a, it's a wall. And then the wall turned and there were still missing signs on this wall. And that entire wall was covered and the, all, all the missing pictures were black girls between 11 and about 1920. 11, as young as 11 to 1920. An entire wall. This is one police station in Brooklyn. So... Imagine what Baltimore looks like. Imagine what 
Virginia, um, any uh, Louisiana, Houston. Think about Chicago. Think about these very, very black ass city, Philadelphia. Where are our black girls? Where are these black girls? Where are they going? And I'm upset with myself because when that happened, I saw it and I mentioned it to my sisters and I mentioned it to my my cousin because I'm the godmother of her kids. And I was like, yo, you know, and we had a conversation, but this shouldn't be just a conversation that one or two people is having. This is a conversation for every last one of us, because this right here is a state of emergency. And if you don't see that, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. 70, over 72,000 women and girls are missing. I don't even want to think about what they're doing. I don't even, I mean, I, I don't even want to think about what they have to do, what they're being forced to do. You can only assume it's some sexual shit. I can't imagine they taking these girls and, you know, taking it, using a toenail clippings to make solar panels. I'm sure it's, when it comes to girls and women, it always goes that it always boils down to sex. So what are they forcing these girls to do? I don't want to think about it, but I'm sure that this is something that is horrendous. So regardless of how they got in that situation, because I can imagine that there's some people like, yo, you know, these hoes out here, you can't ha ha, whatever. No, this is, we, we not even going to add that into the equation of what we're talking about. That same consideration you gave Biggie when he said he was selling drugs because he wanted to feed his daughter, that's the same consideration that these girls need. If they out here looking on websites, if they out here prostituting, if they're out here, then it is obvious that there is tra trauma. They are surrounded by trauma. There are things happening that or have happened to them that have brought them to this situation. You don't come from a great home and think, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go out and suck dick in alleys and stand outside in the cold with heels on and have my titties out. I think that'll be fun. No, you do that because you are desperate. You are running from something. You are seeking something. Something has happened to you that has taken you to that point. So I don't want to hear nothing about, well, why was they on this website? Well, why was the motherfucker on the website looking for them? How about that? Right. So let's take the let's take the criminalization out of this situation. Let's take the um, let's take the vilification off of these girls. And let's focus on the fact that there are over 72,000 black girls missing in the United States of America. And somebody know where the fuck they are. And all of us moving forward for the next however long it takes should be writing, tweeting, calling, messaging every day to find where these black girls are. So join me, hashtag find our girls every day, man. Just tweet at CNN. Yeah, but what's up with them black girls? Well, find our girls, hashtag find our whatever it is. Because today it's these these DC girls, but tomorrow, who who's going to be next? Is it going to be L.A. girls? Think about how many girls that people don't even think about or care about. How many inner city kids that people are, don't even, aren't even concerned about that come up missing like that, that, that are snatched gone. <laughs> Kaiser so say, you don't even see them again, right? 
And the thing is, it's not like it's mad. It's not like it's 72,000 bodies popping up. That means there are 72,000 women that are being held somewhere. Where are they? Where are these girls? Bring back these girls. What do we, I, and I don't know. So I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out what call to action we can have. So if you have some information, if you have some organizations, if you please, please, I'm begging, tweet at me, message me, email me, blackasspodcast at gmail.com so I can spread the word. All of us need to be vocal. And if you see something, say something. That's it's like that. If you see something, if you know a dude that be fucking grabbing little girls, if you a man. If you are a man, I am imploring all men to stand up. In this moment right now, I'm calling on men to stand up, to be vocal, to be loud about what's happening. The same way black women get out in the streets and yell and and raise our signs, we need black men to stand up because it's some black dudes out here who know where these girls are. It's it's some men who have heard about about a house full of women it's some men who have heard about a hustle of grabbing chicks and getting money because that's the only thing that makes sense to me that this is some kind of you know snatch and grab and and huck, you know this is this is sex trade you don't just somebody knows something so i'm asking if you know something if you heard something go to somebody these are daughters these are girls these are children these are babies they deserve a life out here hashtag find our find our girls man um that's that's our mission um if you listening i'm asking everyone to please join in with me um i'm gonna be tweeting all of the news networks until they start covering because none of them are really covering it. Um, and hopefully we can, with our voices, we can get the FBI involved and we can get people to really start making a conscious effort to solve what the fuck is going on. I need the real life Olivia Pope on this shit right here. It's that serious. All right. Um, sorry. I, I just, you know, I got a little choked up, but um, thank y'all. That's it. That's all I got today. Um, thank y'all so much for tuning in, logging on, subscribing. If you haven't already, then you need to do that. And of course, following on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can find me, HR Comedy, um, and all of my social media um, hookups or whatever. Um, and if you want to see me live, you can go to hrcomedy.com slash schedule and check out some of the upcoming show dates that I have coming up. Um, all right, y'all. I'm out. Peace.